The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Thank you very much, Eamon. It is the Hard Shoulder. It's Anton in for Kieran. Five three one zero six at a cost of thirty cent. If you want to text us or oh eight seven fourteen hundred one zero six. If you want a WhatsApp, and those are the numbers you need if you have any questions around acne care, because June is Acne Awareness Month, and as we near the end of it, founder and senior skin therapist at Havana Breen Skin and Laser Clinic is with us to discuss the causes of acne and how to properly manage it. Avani, you're very welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Anton. Uh, it's a pleasure. Can we start off with uh, the causes of acne? Because no other illness or disease or whatever is the correct term, affliction, comes with more old wives' tales about what causes it, whether it's milk or stress or lack of sleep or not cleaning properly or whatever it might be. What actually does cause it? Yeah, you're right. There are so many different myths, but the common causes would be changes in hormonal levels. Um, if there's an excess of dead skin cells that are building up, back um, acne, uh, bacteria, inflammation, immune responses to bacteria. It can be down to certain medications. In some cases, it has been shown that there are certain uh, dietary elements to it, but it's that's not uh, a hard, fast rule. And then stress has a, a huge impact on, on acne, particularly for those who suffer with acne when, when they're older. Now, some of those factors are within our control and some aren't. So what are the things that we can do to limit acne? So having a good skincare routine is always first and foremost the most important thing to do. So knowing what uh, aggravates the skin and yourself keeping the skin clean. So making sure that you're not getting this buildup of dead skin cells. Um, there are certain ingredients that you can use within your skincare routine. For example, salicylic acid is very good at helping to break down excess oil. And acne is caused by excess oil that's being produced in the skin. So if we're using ingredients like um, salicylic acid to deal with the um, the excess oil and things like retinol that can help regulate oil secretions and um, help to speed up the um, healing of the, the acne because it's stimulating collagen and collagen is what you need to heal and repair the tissue. But you can also do things like, um, for example, with, with dietary elements, you can uh, look at the diet and if you have uh, a high glycemic index diet. So in other words, foods that would be very high in sugar uh, tend to be more aggravating to acne than uh, a low GI. So low GI foods would typically be things like uh, sweet potatoes and oats, your green leafy vegetables. So foods that are slower at releasing sugar so that you're not getting these sugar spikes that then have this cascading effect of triggering the hormones that then trigger the oil glands to produce more oil. And it's coming back then to the more oil that's being produced, the more sort of stickiness that there is in the skin and these dead skin cells hang on to the oil. And what happens then is bacteria loves that and comes in and feeds off this combination of dead skin cells and sticky oil. And that causes inflammation. And then you have a, a spot. So if you can deal with those different aspects, if you can reduce the oil by using a product like salicylic acid and using things that help to kill the bacteria and calm inflammation, that's how you're going to really help get it under control. But the thing is that hormones are always going to 
potentially trigger more breakouts. So it's about trying to understand what your lifestyle factors are affecting it. And also, um, if it is hormonal, then it could be a case of just visiting your GP and potentially uh, going on some medication to help with your hormonal levels. And of course, there can be a big difference in the type of breakouts that people got. We have we have a text here um, from a listener saying, I'm looking for some advice if possible. My teenage daughter has a lot of little spots on her forehead. They've been there for months and it's having a massive impact on her confidence. Any help would be greatly appreciated. Yeah, and it it, it is so um, upsetting, particularly I'm noticing the, these days that it seems that children are getting blackheads at a younger and younger age. So um, at this age, you know, at a young age, when your hormones are starting to change and blackheads start to appear, Simple, gentle cleansing products um, that can help to break down that excess oil and getting them into a good routine as well. So, you know, you teach them how to brush their teeth when they're they're children and then it's the same thing when they get to even as young as nine and ten. I'm noticing people are are asking me about their children. Uh, and how to deal with blackheads. So get them into a routine of cleansing their skin every night and even using a little bit of moisturiser to keep the skin hydrated because even though it's oily, sometimes it can be dehydrated and it's that hydration that can help to uh, speed up the healing of those breakouts. On the other end of the spectrum then, one saying, I get awful large, hard, boil-like spots under the skin, generally around my chin. They're so sore, there's no relieving the pressure. What can I do to release the pressure? Yeah, they're the ones that tend to be more hormonal is those sort of cystic, hard, boil-like type ones. And uh, they're the ones that you definitely should not pick at because that's where you can end up with marking and scarring. So with that kind of thing, that's where you're looking at the likes of your glycemic index foods and, and trying to look at the diet, look at your stress levels, trying to uh, figure out. I think everybody, you know, we all suffer from stress in this day and age, and it's about trying to figure out how to manage yourself, what works for you, what what type of stress management works for you, be that going for a walk or learning how to meditate, whatever works best for you as an individual. You f- need to find that one because stress does have a huge impact on uh, on acne. And those ones that appear on the chin can be very much related to hormonally uh, related stress breakouts. So Again, using uh, products like uh, retinol are going to be really good at helping to normalize the skin and regulate those secretions. And retinol will also speed up your skin cell turnover so that you're getting rid of the dead cells and then you don't get that buildup of of bacteria and inflammation in the skin. What about the advertised over-the-counter cures? Because there is, of course, the famous one where we see people put it on a cotton bud and then miraculously within a day their skin is clear. There's the strips that you can glue to your face and do just yeah. awful things. Do damage. Don't bear thinking do awful about. Yeah. Things. Exactly. Do terrible damage to your skin with those strips. I, I don't recommend them. Yeah. So you, you need to be careful with what products you are using. And there are 
so many products out there. There are thousands of products on the market that some are good, some are not so good. And you you don't want to, I don't want to name any names, but um, in terms of things that strip the skin, you have we all have this natural lipid barrier on the surface of our skin that's made up of um, oils and uh, amino acids and ceramides that are naturally produced by our skin. And that lipid barrier is there to help protect the skin. And it helps fight bacteria and it helps prevent sensitivities in the skin. So we need to really look after that lipid barrier and let it do its work. But unfortunately, what happens with people with acne is they tend to feel that they must be oily. So they want to strip all the oil off the skin. And it's really important that you don't over um, cleanse your skin and don't over exfoliate because you can compromise this natural lipid barrier. So finding products that are gentle, but effective, as I say, those ingredients that I mentioned, the likes of salicylic acid. Um, Is that tree. essentially aspirin? Is salicylic as- yeah, acid the core exactly. ingredient in aspirin? Yeah, it's derived from willow bark. So the same as aspirin. Yeah. Text asking is, I don't know what this is, but you, you undoubtedly will. Is AHA acid a good skin exfoliant? Yes. So AHA is an alpha hydroxy acid. There's a, it's a group of different types of acids. And what they will do is they'll gently exfoliate the skin and they can be very effective. So um, something like alpha hydroxy acid could be a glycolic acid um, compared to salicylic, which is actually known as a beta hydroxy acid. And both are effective. So where the BHAs like salicylic are better at breaking down oil, AHAs can be used as a gentle exfoliant on the skin and they can help speed up cell turnover, but they won't work on the oil in the same way. They don't get as deep down into the the oil, into the pores as the salicylic will. You mentioned the lipid barrier. What effect does makeup have on that? Uh, None really, as long as it's cleansed properly at the end of the day. Makeup can be another sort of layer of skin, uh, a layer of protection almost against environmental damage and pollution. So as long as you're cleansing makeup at the end of the day and making sure you're getting it off with a good gentle cleanser, not using wipes, um, doing it in in a proper way, there's no issue with wearing makeup. Now, I'm sorry to, to ask you to do this in a, in a tight time frame, but I know you're well able. So text saying, what should everyone have in their skin routine? I've no idea where to even begin. That's so easy. I can do that. No problem. <laughs> um, so the very basics, first and foremost, uh, is sunscreen on a daily basis, regardless of your skin type, regardless of the time of year. Every single day, every single person, male, female, all ages should be wearing sunscreen on a daily basis. It is what gives our skin its protection. And it's, as I say, it's like another layer of armor against uh, UV damage, which can have a profound inf- in, uh, effect on acne. So regardless, as I say, of your skin type, if you're not wearing sunscreen on a daily basis, nothing else really matters. So that's first and foremost, the, the most important thing. Then the next thing in line would be your cleanser. So finding a good cleanser that works for your skin type. Um, to make sure that you're getting all the debris of the day off your skin. So whether you may wear makeup or don't wear makeup, you know, it's going to take off sunscreen. It's going to take up all that particulate matter that's landing on your skin throughout the day. That's really important at the nighttime. And nighttime is the better time to cleanse than, than during the daytime. 
And then after that, uh, you want to have a, a moisturizer. Uh, not everybody needs a toner, so that's not a necessity. But sunscreen, cleanser, moisturizer, they're the very, very basics. If you have those in your routine, that is a fantastic place to start. And then you can look at doing things like uh, introducing retinol as well um, and other actives, depending on your skin condition. Fair play, Ivana. Thank you very much. That is Ivana Breen, who is the founder and senior skin therapist at Ivana Breen Beauty and Laser Clinic. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.